If you're finding it hard to get up and get active, then stay tuned here because on this episode, we're talking about how to motivate yourself to stay active. Hey, what's happening? This is Isai Rodriguez, host of the Daspination Podcast, where I cater to the professional working man, 40 and above, who's looking to make positive changes to his health, lose weight, and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes. I'm here to share inspiration, tips, and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this here beautiful blue planet. And listen, your health and fitness goals are easier to achieve than you might think. First and foremost, it's all about getting your mind straight right from the get-go. And so I've got a freebie for you called the 10 Daspination Mind Hacks that'll help you whip your mind into shape so that you can turn around and whip your body into shape. If that sounds good to you, then get on over to podcast.daspination.com slash mindhacks right now to get your freebie today and start using these 10 hacks to exercise consistently and create the real and lasting results that you're truly after and that you absolutely deserve. That's podcast.daspination.com slash mindhacks. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash mindhacks. Be in the know starting right now and so with all that being said let's get right into the show all right all right how are how, how is everybody out there i hope you guys are feeling great i hope you guys find yourself in good spirits in good health and uh you know hopefully the good lord is blessing you day in day out hopefully this 2023 is rolling 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 along just great and um yeah so what is popping what is happening everybody out there so update over here i need (laughs) a new phone because my current phone is doing everything great except for um you know it does everything like you know social media texting emailing, internet, all that all that good stuff, it does great. It does wonderful. Uh the only thing that it's not doing right now is it's what what it's not doing right now very well, I should say, is that it's not receiving calls. <laughs> so this could be problematic seeing how the um you know, I guess at one point, you know, once upon a time, I suppose the um the uh, mobile phones or uh, cell phones or whatever you you know smartphone whatever you want to call it these apparatuses these devices like the their their number one function at one point <laughs> was to receive calls and so right now my phone is not receiving calls not um not very uh reliably like it'll it'll get it'll receive calls here and there but there's uh, there's really no rhyme or reason. I thought at first I thought it was um, you know it was like the my my location where my uh, you know the new house is that uh, we weren't getting very good cell phone service, but it it really appears to be more my phone than uh, anyone else's. So that being said. I need to find a new phone. So I'm looking for uh, any up anybody that has uh, any recommendations. I haven't been looking at the mobile phone market uh, recently, so I'm not exactly sure. You know what's what, what's good, what's com- you know what's coming out, what what to look for, things like that. And I know a lot of you guys, uh, you're you're into that, you're big into that, and so you know if you have any uh, 
recommendations, let me know. Drop it in the comments. Let me, uh, you know, g- give me a heads up. Like, well, what do you, uh, what phone do you recommend right now? That's not an iPhone, people. <laughs> I am an Android user. I know I'm going to get some hate for that. Um, but uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of deeply invested into the whole Google atmosphere, the ecosystem, as they call it, you know, so you know, I have, uh, you know, my G drive, I have my Gmail and all that good stuff. And, and I use it all heavily, you know, so for me to move, uh, you know, to move all that to, to Apple and all that stuff, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, plus I, I, I don't exactly like the way they try and lock you into, um, certain OS upgrades. It kind of, it's, it's one of my pet peeves, one of my things dating way back, um, you know, back in, I don't even know how, how many years now, um, that I've been in the, the, uh, you know, the technology field, but you know, it's, it's, it's also like Microsoft also does this too, where they, you know, they lock you into an OS and you have to upgrade or you have to do this. And, you know, I, I really, I, I, I like to have full control over my technology. And so again, that's more or less why I am an Android user. <laughs> and I have Linux on every box at home that I use now because I like total and full control over my technology. But that being said, if you have any, uh, you know, any suggestions for Android phones, uh, let me know. Let me know because I do need a new phone. My phone is dying. It's uh, it's a it's pretty i mean it, it still works like i said i could take uh well actually the pictures are coming out a little fuzzy and, and the video <laughs> isn't quite um uh focusing right you know like like if i t- use it to take video shots um if it's a still shot it's okay but it, but as as soon as there's like movement in the frame then all of a sudden it doesn't know how to like adjust itself to capture you know to focus right on what it is it needs to be focused on but anyway that being said that being said uh congratulations to the chiefs and the eagles who are headed to the super bowl (laughs) this year i don't necessarily care for the super bowl but that's just me you know i know a lot of a lot of you guys out there love your nfl and watch it religiously I usually catch the Super Bowl uh, mostly for like the halftime show and all the the awesome commercials. Uh, but for me, generally, uh, I mean, not generally, but um, recently or more in recent times, I should say the for me, the commercials have been becoming a little less entertaining. <laughs> you know, like back in the day, the the, the commercials were uh, ridiculously funny and. I would tune in just for the commercials, you know, so, but you know, now, now these days, uh, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, maybe it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to believe that I'm <laughs> getting older and, uh, my taste is changing, but it, it could potentially be that, but I would like to believe that it's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, anyway, I usually, again, I, I tune in for the commercials, the halftime show, things like that. And this year, um, I see that uh, Rihanna is going to be <laughs> the halftime show, so I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. You know, the uh, then we have the uh, the pregame national anthem is going to be sang by the uh, Grammy award winning country music singer 
Chris Stapleton? Never heard of him. <laughs> Don't give me any uh, slack for that. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how he does uh, uh, with that national anthem. Usually, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it to um, uh, the country music uh, singers. They have uh, when when it comes to like the national anthem. Um, I'm I'm not personally a, a country music fanatic like i don't necessarily that's not not my thing you know but um i'll give it to them for their um maybe it's their 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 passion in the music that they sing that when they uh dedicate themselves to sing the national anthem it usually comes out really nice really um pretty <laughs> pretty awesome um so we'll see how that goes uh also i hear i see the uh baby face is gonna perform america the beautiful so i don't know let's let's see how that goes baby face is a little bit more uh my era <laughs> you know my point in time so i can relate more to him than perhaps chris stapleton but we'll see we shall see how that goes um you know i used to i used to love all the commercials the uh, the bud bowl you guys remember the bud bowl Oh man, I, that I used to love the the Bud Bowl, man. That that dates back way, man. When I was in grade school, I suppose it started. I remember uh, talking about the Bud Bowl way back in the you know fifth, sixth grade. So you know, with my buddies and whatnot, and, and that was always fun to see who um, who won in sales between Budweiser and Bud Light. Uh, and how ha- and how that would manifest in the commercials that they would put together and uh, this Bud Bowl that they would have throughout the uh, the Super Bowl. So that that was also awesome. But they took that away. Whoo! However, many moons ago they 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 did away with. They kind of retired the whole Bud Bowl thing. I would love to see that come back, but um, not that I support drinking beer so that you know that little aspect would probably uh have been lost by now but uh you know it would be cool to uh to see that come back you know a little uh blast from the past if you will but uh yeah have you you know moving moving this along (laughs) have you guys heard of a tia a t-i-a a a transient ischemic attacks i don't know if that's how you say it it ischemic ischemic it's it's i-s-c-h-e-m-i-c transient ischemic uh attacks or tias these are what are known as quote-unquote mini strokes but like now or most recently i should say the aha the american heart association is like they're ringing the alarm they're they're ringing the bell and saying that these are we should we should stop thinking them uh thinking about them as mini strokes and and start thinking of them as part of a bigger story they're, they're supposed to be um, precursors to a bigger, more serious stroke that is coming in your future. And I, and I use the term you just directing the conversation. I don't mean necessarily you per se. I'm just saying that, you know, that that's how they're looking at it. So I was looking into it because recently uh, someone close to me was training someone and towards that you know, the end of that training session, the client started uh, drifting away. <laughs> she literally stopped responding to commands and was in a lethargic state. You know, she couldn't quite remember where she was, what time it was, or, you know, uh, what she had been doing for the past 30 minutes of her life. Mind you, she was training. So at the end of this training, she was like, um, you know, they, they were wrapping things up. 
And she was like, oh, oh, we're done already? I, I thought we were just starting or, you know, so she, she was kind of out of it, you know. So anyway, long story short, the, uh, you know, the client's daughter was able to be reached and she was, uh, she got the uh, medical attention she needed. And as it turned out, um, they had, you know, they basically diagnosed what she was going through as Atia, as these mini strokes. And so, you know, I, I had never heard of it at that up until that point in time, uh, probably because I was never around um, that many people that would actually suffer for some from something like this. But, you know, it, it piqued my interest. I'm like, huh, what's this all about? You know, it's, it's kind of the first time that I've that I've heard about it. And, uh, you know, I started again, I started digging into it and I found that the aha is saying that we should stop thinking of it as a mini stroke as in that's it <laughs> you know like like you think of okay i've had this mini stroke you know you you recover from it and and you're good no <laughs> that's not what that's not the case what they're saying is that this is more of a warning sign of something more serious that's on its way you're just having uh it, it's it's kind of like a build up where you're seeing these uh, warning signs and it's going <laughs> to manifest into something bigger, like a, a, a more serious, a bigger stroke. So just something to keep in mind. Just I wanted to throw that out there, um, you know, because as like I said, as I uh, come across these terms and these things that I that I learn, I like to throw them in there um, to let you all know so that we're all learning together <laughs> so anyway that's what's happening in uh casa de rodriguez this week and um yeah again i hope you guys are doing awesome i hope you're uh in good health in good spirits i hope you guys are uh, off and running uh, in this uh 2023 and i can't believe like we're already at the end of january we're one month into this new year and it, you know, like I said, this year is already flying by, but, uh, yeah. So that being said and continuing on with the whole flying by thing, <laughs> you know, let's move into the meat and potatoes of this week's installment of the Daspination podcast. So, you know, what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about, um, how to motivate yourself to stay active, so <laughs> there's so many reasons why you might not want, you know, why you might not be motivated enough to exercise. Um, you know, some people just don't enjoy exercising all that much. You know, some love it. And then there's others that, you know, they just can't stand the thought of it. <laughs> you know, but regardless of, uh, you know, your personal circumstances, there's something you can do to ensure that you uh, you know, you always keep up with your fitness routine and it's called motivation. <laughs> you know, it's a pretty simple concept. You know, a motivation is essential when you're starting out because it gets you off the couch and into the gym class, but it also helps you stick to your program. So if your goal is long-term health, then you need to be motivated every day uh, if you want to achieve it, no matter how tough things get. 
And staying motivated is important for anyone who wants to succeed in their life. This is not just uh, for your health and fitness. It's it's a really good general (laughs) rule of thumb, you know. (laughs) If you want to be successful at anything in life, you need to be, uh, you have to find ways to get motivated and stay motivated. Again, if you want to, uh, if, if you want to become successful at anything, you need to be able to motivate yourself to get started. You need to keep yourself motivated to continue on and you need to keep yourself motivated to follow through until you reach your goal. You know, find a goal that really matters to you. You might have heard of the saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Well, you know, th- this means that you should always set goals and make plans before you uh, before you start doing anything, set small daily tasks when you're uh, you know when you're trying to lose weight. You don't just go to the gym and expect to drop pounds. You also eat healthier foods and exercise regularly. You know the same thing applies to motivation. Small changes will lead to big results. Get help from others. You know, like there are many people in the world who. Uh, who can help you achieve your dreams. For example, uh, you can ask for advice from a friend or a family member, or, or you could go, you know, you can look online for motivational quotes. You shouldn't try to do anything by yourself. Instead, what you want to do is, uh, you know, you should focus on uh, what you can control. Then when it comes time to accomplish something that you can't manage alone, then you turn to other people to su- for, for support, you know? But now, like, uh, how do you change your habits towards staying active? Let's talk about that a little. You know, if if you want to change your habits, then you need motivation. You know, motivation is a fuel that keeps you moving forward. Without it, you won't be able to make any real progress towards achieving any goal. (laughs) And when it comes to changing your lifestyle, you have to start by setting goals. Ideally, you should get short-term and long-term goals. You should that those are the two types of goals that you're you're looking to set. This will help you keep track of what you're doing now, currently, and where uh, you know where you're coming from and where you're going. You know, so when I say setting goals, what I'm talking about is simply writing down your goals. Like what if, if you don't do this, then you'll forget what you uh, what you're trying to achieve. It's kind of hard to stay motivated in this modern world if you don't write things down and keep track of it. Another thing that you that you can use to motivate yourself is to, uh, you know, create routines. So routines are they're really helpful because what they allow you to do is uh, is to follow a schedule every day. When you get into the routine of doing the same thing day in and day out, you'll be amazed at the things that you can accomplish. This is the very foundation of any successful goal. Uh, And finally, you should try to find ways to reward yourself once you reach your goals. It's important to give yourself some kind of incentive so that you'll continue making improvements and and reaching those goals without uh, hesitation, without uh, faltering, without slipping, without falling off the wagon, as as they say, you know. So let's talk about uh, making exercise a habit, you know. So if you want, uh, you know, if you want to get in shape, then you need to make exercise a habit. That's just it, you know. Let's talk about some things 
uh, you can do if you have trouble sticking with your fitness routine. The first thing that I like to think of or, or that I like to do is, is to have somebody join you. Get a partner, you know, get a friend to, to join you in that workout, in that work. Find a friend, someone closer, someone with the same goals as you to help you get into action. The more people that you surround yourself with, the more likely it is that you'll achieve your health goals. And, and don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, you, you might be surprised at how your friends and family can be a huge source of support and motivation for you when it comes to making positive changes in your in your life. We all know that having friends and family who are supportive can make a big difference. But I know there's a lot of you thinking, you know, uh, you know, what, what, what if, <laughs> what if you don't have any, like, what if you don't have any friends or family that are uh, being supportive to you? Do you think uh, that you could find someone to help you? Well, let me be the first to say that you've got a friend in me. <laughs> you know, so if, if you can't find anyone to help you be motivated, if you can't find one person that's in your family, one person in your circle that's supportive with your goals, then reach out to me. I, I want I want you to reach out right now. <laughs> let's talk. Let's let's get you on track to hitting them goals you're after. Those goals that you're looking to, to hit this year, let's get you on track for that. So reach out to me. Let me know that you need some help. And then we'll get you some help. That It's just that simple. But you need to be in that frame of mind that, you know, willing and open to accept help, you know. Number two, moving it along. Number two, don't wait until the last minute. <laughs> Jeez, man. I... I've heard of people waiting uh, until they're about to have a heart attack or a stroke before they take steps to improve their health. How crazy is that? And that's the sad part. There, there's so much you can do before you get to that point. Yet people would rather think to themselves, you know, like, oh, you know, it, it's not going to happen to me. Or, or they're thinking they're invincible and, and, and that nothing can phase them, you know, until until that point that they end up in the hospital having a heart attack or a stroke. Listen, the most important thing for people who want to live a long life is to be physically active. We know that being active lowers the risk of developing a number of diseases and conditions, including cancer, including diabetes. But what we don't know is how much activity we you know, like we need to do. Yeah, I mean... We, we know the general rules to live by, like, you know, the, the eight to 10,000 steps day a rule, uh, you know, what, so why not, why not just start by taking a walk, you know, counting your steps each day and don't worry if you can't hit your eight to 10,000 steps from day one, then simply start wherever it is that you are right now. If you're only at 2,000, then start there and work your way up to the full eight to 10,000 and even more if you want, you know, moving it along. How about the third thing we can do here? Keep yourself motivated by writing down goals. <laughs> I kind of alluded to this, uh, to this earlier, you know, motivating yourself by writing down health goals is pretty fundamental and key to your success. So measure your results and see the progress that you're making towards your health goals, writing down your goals also helps you to avoid making any excuses for not 
getting moving. Like, I'm too tired today or I'm just not in the mood to exercise. (laughs) And that's the mindset that we're trying to overcome. When you write down your goals on paper or digital or what or what have you, then you have something to sort of keep you accountable. It's it's crazy the power there is in writing down your goals, your baseline and your progress. When you see it, there's no denying it. <laughs> you know, it's right there in your face. You can't lie to you like like you can't lie to yourself at that point. So start writing your goals and then and and, and the baseline Keep track of that. From, from the baseline, you can start visually seeing your progress. Again, you'll be amazed at how visually seeing your progress will keep you motivated because a lot of the times you think, oh, I'm not making any progress or, or you know, I'm wasting my time. When in reality, maybe you're making small, tiny gains and not even noticing it, but they're positive gains nonetheless. And if you start writing them down, you may notice those little positive upticks in in your progress (laughs) you know it also gives you that instant feedback to let you know like hey you're on the right track or if you need to uh you know or if you need to adjust or if you need help from a professional like a trainer or nutritionist though you know keeping track of your numbers will help you see that tip number four try to break up your workouts into smaller chunks so here's the thing with this when you break up your workouts into smaller chunks, you'll notice that you can handle a bit more volume. This is certainly true for for running, um, which I'm also guilty of doing. <laughs> if you're if you're used to doing like long runs at, um, you know, like a, a seven seven minutes per mile pace, like some something around that uh, ballpark, try try breaking them up into two shorter runs at a slightly faster pace. So. If you want to try this technique out, what I suggest is breaking the, like, again, if, if you're doing a, a run, let's say, but break that up into three five-minute intervals or two, I don't know, seven and a half-minute <laughs> intervals. This will give you a chance to enjoy your run and get a, get in a little bit more volume. Trust me, you'll be getting the same amount of work, if not more, into your day, but it'll also be a lot easier to complete the full amount necessary. You know, same goes with the gym, like a gym workout. Uh, One of the most effective ways that I found personally to work out for me is to break up my hour or hour and a half workout into two smaller workouts. So again, generally I work out for an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending on what I'm working out, how I'm feeling, the amount of breaks that I take. So rather than going to the gym for a full hour in the morning, go all out for 30 to 40 minutes in the morning and then save the other 30 or 40 minutes for a later portion of the day, like after work. (laughs) You'll find that you'll be more able to get all the workout into your day a lot easier and it also helps with the handling of stress because let's face it, we don't necessarily need the stress relief in the morning, but that's when we have the most energy, right? And that's when most of us work out, or you know, a lot of people work out. We generally need that stress relief after work, but that's normally when we have less energy, right? So again, by breaking up your workouts into these smaller, more manageable chunks, your workouts, well, <laughs> then they can be more intense and more beneficial Overall, give it a shot. Let me know how it goes. Isai at dadsplanation.com or drop me a comment right on the thread. You know, 
Number five, tip number five, find ways to reward yourself when you meet your goals. This is a hella good tip here. (laughs) One of the best that I found actually. And I would seriously put some thought into a good reward for your hard work before doing the hard work. Because if you figure all that out ahead of time and you have that reward on the top of your mind, like in the back of your head during your workout, trust me. You're going to push harder just knowing that you'll be rewarded at the end of your workout. You know what I mean? So now now be smart about this. I'm, I'm not talking about treating yourself to Chick-fil-A after each workout. But, <laughs> you know, like think, think of something that'll keep you motivated throughout your workout. Maybe, a, you know, a small dessert with dinner, uh, a small piece of uh, uh, dark chocolate or, or two pieces, you know, right after your workout or, or some extra granola in your parfait or protein tr- uh, drink after your workout. Think, think about these little things that would keep you motivated, something that you can keep in your mind, like you're going through that uh, workout and you're like, you're pushing through and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. But then you think about, oh yeah, you know, if I get through this workout, then I'm going to have that a piece of dark chocolate right after the workout or I'm going to have my, you know, extra granola in my in my protein recovery drink. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Something small, something to give you that little bump of dopamine to keep you going. Something that makes you happy, <laughs> you know, but doesn't cause you to negate all of the hard work you just put in at the gym. And I, and I could give you, you know, a million and one more ideas if you'd like, you know, but for the sake of this, the, the, the length of this podcast, you know, we'll, we'll keep it at that, you know, but just reach out to me. Let's get the conversation going. Isaiah at DaspaNation.com or drop a line in this comment thread. And, you know, again, let's get that conversation going. But, you know, as you can see, like wrapping this all up, as you can see, like there, there, there's so many different ways to stay motivated. You know, this is just the, the tip of the iceberg. I just gave you five simple ones off the top of my, you know, like I have a huge list of, of how to stay motivated uh, because, you know, I, I need them all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm, I'll probably at some point put this full list into like a nice either a training or maybe a, a PDF document. And I'm going to put it into this, uh, you know, this community, this group. Um, that I told you last week that I, I'm most likely going to be starting soon, but we shall see. We shall see where that goes, you know. Um, but again, you just need to uh, you just need to pick one or two of these approaches that we talked about uh, to 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 stay motivated, you know. Whichever one that works best for you, because motivation <laughs> it's a funny thing, you know. It's it's not like it's not a strong. Uh, positive emotion. It, it's more of a feeling of desire de- or determination and um, willpower. You know, it, it's like it's 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 not like that. It's it's like a muscle actually that gets stronger with use. You know, the key is to use it regularly. <laughs> Once you start using it, you'll find that it gets easier over time. Then then you start having a lot more energy because you start getting excited about handling your business at the gym or, you know, wherever that wherever your workout will be. And you'll be able to accomplish much more than you ever thought possible. So the next time that you're feeling unmotivated, remember again, remember these tips. They'll help you to become more productive and more accountable to yourself because you're in this for you. You know what I mean? And your family, 
I should hope, <laughs> you know, when you're more productive and this will be another little boost to keep you motivated throughout the day. If you want to make any changes in your life, you need to make a plan, create a goal and set a date to achieve it. This is the only way to make sure that you will achieve your goal. So what are you waiting for? <laughs> Start planning for your future today, right now, because you deserve it. Your family deserves it. And this whole world is a better place with you in it, champ. And so with all that said and done, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. And look, your health and fitness goals are easier to achieve than you might think. First and foremost, it's all about getting your mind straight right from the get-go. And so I've got a freebie for you called the 10 Daspination Mind Hacks that'll help you whip your mind into shape so that you can turn around and whip your body into shape. Does that sound good to you? Then head on over to podcast.daspination.com slash mindhacks to get your freebie today and start using these 10 hats to exercise consistently and create the real and lasting results that you're truly after and that you absolutely deserve. That's podcast.daspination.com slash mindhacks. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash mindhacks. In the know, starting right now. Until our next chat, take care now. Yeah.